Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda and Christina Wise again. We are here going into her chart. I'm so excited and I can't wait to dive in. I always love to learn about everyone through the lens of human design. It was such a powerful tool for me. And I feel like, honestly, it's such a gift because I get to know people at such a deep level. So I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much for doing this and being here. I'm excited to take a peek at what we find. Awesome. Okay, so we can dive right in. First of all, you're an emotional generator. And we mentioned this on your last podcast, how you said that you knew that you had to experiment and try things out to bring things out into the world. And that was your story, right? We just discussed that in the first podcast. And you do have the profile one three. So the profile one three is the profile, first of all, is all about the way that you put yourself, your personality out into the world. So it's how you put yourself out into the world, how you learn, how you experience life. And the one three is the one represents the investigator. So it's very interesting when you go back to the money, how you learned all the money, that was your one. It's diving in, learning the knowledge, studying, understanding, so that once you understood it, you could then bring it out and you felt confident enough to bring out into the world. And then the three is all about trial and error. So it's about trying things out, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And there's a beautiful, once you realize this, I've noticed that some people really appreciate the fact that they are, they hear that they are three line because there can be a little bit of um, beliefs here that can be created because trying things out. That's what you're here to do, experiment. So not everything is going to work, right? And a lot of people get really frustrated. They're like, I'm so sick of trying everything out and this isn't working and this isn't working. Why am I not getting it right? But when they realize they have the three, they realize that that's actually how they're here to learn. So they can look at it through a new lens of perspective. So how do you feel about that one, three profile? Yeah, I think it's right on. I remember looking at it at first thinking martyr. I don't like that word martyr, you know. Uh, I don't think I'm that. But then understanding when you explained it to me, it's like it absolutely is trial and error. And at first, like younger, I think it was more difficult because it can show up like failure. It can show up like a lot of breakdowns. It can show up as a lot of hard circumstances. But, you know, on the other side, it's like, yeah, but I took lots of big chances and big risks and and had to go for it all the way. and. But I kept doing that, doing that, doing that. And then all of a sudden you figure it out and it's like, it works. So it's, 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 yeah, it's, a, it's also funny too. I don't know if this fits in, but 
that I'm very impatient with like reading instructions or like this slow thing. So even in the investigator learning, I just want to dive in and, and make mistakes or just, just get my hands dirty and go in there and figure it out versus trying to be very academic and read it and study and going through maybe all the different sequence of steps, which means, you know, there's a lot of pain and just trying to figure it out on one's own many times, but but yeah, I just, I, for me, I found that to be 100% accurate. Yeah. And what you're explaining to is the generator type. So the generator is the generator types, both plural manifesting generator and generator are basically here to create in the physical form. So when you say you get your hands in there and you want to try things out, it's because you really are here to create in the physical form. You're here to be of service on the physical form. So it is because of that, that we receive our strategy is wait to respond from things on the physical form. So as a generator type, you are here to create impact, be of service and create on this physical realm, whereas other types sometimes are more um, on the, it's not spiritual realm, but they oversee different energies. It's not the hands-on approach, right? So as a generator, you said before that uh, when you were younger with money, you realized that you could make money and you, all you had to do is work and physically be there. And that's a generator type. You're here to do the work. You love to work when you're inspired by work, you're inspired by money you would do the work, right? And so very often what happens is sometimes a lot of generators will love something at one point and then they will no longer love it, but stick with it because they feel obligated or they come so far. Why would I try something new? So I'm wondering, has there been anything or any point in time when there was something that you no longer wanted to do, but stuck with it just because you felt like, you had to, or as an obligation, or you came so far. Yeah, absolutely. Again, a little bit younger, I probably did, but it was also learned. It, it was actually there's the good and bad of that. I mean, there's the part where I get bored very easy. So once I figured something out, it's like, okay, now I need to go do the next thing. So I've been labeled as a serial entrepreneur because it's like, all right, here's the next creation and here's the next creation. So the good side of that is it's it's not that I would stick with things too long out of obligation. I, I know there's probably some examples of that, but mine was kind of the opposite. It was many times not sticking with things long enough that I was like, all right, been there, done that. And, you know, probably could have turned into multi-million dollars, such and such. But I was like, nope, nope. I want to go try the next thing and start from beginning, start from scratch, do all the hard work and do it again, you know? Uh, but but yeah, it's uh, being, I don't know, always seeking something new, like creating something new. Once it got, once it got ah, there's predictable, once I got predict, once it was predictable, I was bored and wanted to go do the next thing. Ah, so glad that you said that. Okay, so there's two things that showed up. First of all, the first one is I love that you connected with the fact that sometimes you didn't wait long enough because as a generator, what does happen is you are learning through a stair-stepping curve. You learn through repetition, hands-on, doing things over and over. And what happens is once you've mastered something, you then feel bored 
and frustrated. And then a lot of times the generator goes and finds something new. But really what that is, is it's the time to sit back and wait for something to show up to respond to. So it could have been something new. It could have been something different within what you were already doing instead of going and looking. So next time, if you ever feel frustrated, if you just sit back and like, okay, this is a time for rest something will show up to me to respond to, then you respond to it with uh-huh or uh-uh, because that's the sacral sound. And then you follow that direction. So that is actually a huge common thing in generators. When they feel like I've already mastered this, now what? Right? But you are already aware of that. You're already aware. And you're very intuitive because you do have the 57. Um, the 57 gate is the most intuitive gate in the channel. And it's really about learning about your uh, trusting, your intuition and not questioning it in the head. And this is in your South Node here. So what that means is in the South Node, it is what you were bringing in, practicing, learning in the earlier years in life before 40. So you're really learning here, the 57, to trust your intuition and the 48, which is really about wisdom, but in the lowest expression, it's an adequacy. So trying to figure out all the things, get everything, know all the things before you bring it out. So that's what you were really focusing on in the South Node. Does that feel accurate? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, awesome. an, it's over need to get over. I mean, just, yeah, just learn more and learn more and learn more and learn more. Just not feeling adequate enough, not feeling adequate enough, not feeling adequate enough. But it would drove me to learn more. And then, yeah. So, and finally, yes. feeling like you have the wisdom to go do with it what you want to do with it. Exactly. So it's a, it's a gift. The inadequacy, I feel like, is a gift because then you, you learn more. And then as soon as that light switch goes off, you're like, ah, now I've learned everything. I know. I don't have to do, I don't have to prove myself anymore. I do know. However, you'll always be learning. Yeah. And there is, I mean, it is a beautiful place to get to the place where you don't have to prove yourself anymore. But what happened, I think to me too, is that I didn't feel adequate enough, but others saw my wisdom in me because I did know things and just, just, I would just talk and just do what I did. And people would be like, wait, tell me more and, and share with me. And so people came seeking me before I, it's not like I reached a place like, oh, I know it now. I'm going to go do X, Y, or Z. It kind of came that others were kept coming and coming until I just uh, found myself in the role of more of the of that leader and more of the the one that has the wisdom. And then finally got to the place of owning it. But yeah, it was others seeing it in me before I saw it in me. Yeah, yeah, that often happens, right? <laughs> Um, and then you said another thing I wanted to touch on and you like, you like to start new things, right? You like to start and initiate the process. And it's very interesting that you said that because in the North node, which is all about what your, what your soul is really here to do. So it's after the age of 40, what you're stepping into, you have the 51 in the unconscious, which is all about, uh, in traditional human design, it's called shock, but in quantum human design, it's called initiator or initiation. So really what that is, is you want to always do new things. You want to be the first. You are competitive. Like you want this and you have this drive for this. And it is in your North Node. So this is part of what your soul is wanting to do. And then you also have the 21 
in the North Node on the conscious side. And what that is, it's very interesting because in the, um, I don't know if you know this or we talked about this, but every gate has a, like a high expression and a low expression. It doesn't mean one is bad or one is good. It's just a fluctuation between the, the both and understanding where you're at. So the 21, the higher expression is all about surrendering to the process, like trusting the process. So trusting your strategy, things will show up to you, you'll respond to things in right timing. Now, the 21 in the lowest expression is control. So it's like, I have to control everything to get things the way I want them to go. So where do you fall or where do you have you noticed you are on that spectrum as far as the 21? Yeah, well, it used to be all about control. It's part of what took me down just uh, uh, through illness and everything because I had to control everything and everything had to be perfect. And, and, you know, just that worked until it didn't work anymore. But it was interestingly enough is getting sick where I had to surrender. I had to learn surrender and, and just through that healing process. So again, it was one of those godsends of like, Hey, we've got a lot to learn here. And I just, I was so, you know, such a powerful soul in a way that I just, I had to be taken out at such a high level to force me to surrender. And now, and now I, it's interesting enough, just, I, I have very little need to control anything these days, quite the opposite. But yeah, it it came at a cost to learn that one, <laughs> to go from low expression to higher expression. Yeah. And I noticed that too, the will center, because the 21 is in the will center and so is the 51. So the will center is all about really pushing through willpower, right? So when you were younger, when you mentioned the 21 and 51, you were pushing, pushing, pushing. And that is why your body broke down is because you weren't resting at all. You are using this willpower to push through anything. So a person that has a defined G or willpower or heart center is also called a lot of the times they can break down physically because you're unaware of the fact of just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> right. 100%. So you end up burning. Yeah. So you yeah. end up burning out. So that is that defined will is probably one of the aspects that made you break because you were able to control, you were able to force through. And a lot of the times you don't even notice if you're feeling sick at all until it's too late. Yeah, that was me for sure. And that's just it. It's that that strong will, you know, that was able to survive through lots of things and lots of willpower. But again, unregulated, it it was went to a place of a breaking point. So yeah, 100% right on. Mm-hmm. So um, I also would love to talk about what do you know about the conscious sun and the elements of the conscious sun? Nothing? Okay, good. So the conscious sun and the sun and the unconscious, it is really about the energy that you're here to be. So if you're thinking about life purpose in human design, we always like to say life purpose is not what you do, it's how you be. So it's how you be. It's not what you do. You can be in your life purpose, being um, a grocery person, right? Because you're being the energy that you're here to be. So for you in to be the energy that you're here to be, which is the 46, the 46 is all about embodiment. It's embodiment. It's about fully living life, 
fully embodying life, enjoying being in the physical body, knowing that the body is um, a vessel for the soul and enjoying yourself in this physical form in this life. That's the energy that you're here to be. And what grounds you into that is the earth elements. And the earth elements for you are the 25, which is connection to spirit, as well as self-love. So you have the 10. So it's loving yourself for all the things, whether it's you view it as good, bad, you know, those lovely labels that we like to say, but loving your body, loving your uh, the food that you put in yourself. And this has to do, this is your business. This is what you do in your business, right? So it's all about love and embodiment and connection to spirit. And then the last tidbit is the unconscious sun is flow. And it's very interesting because it's flow is very important for you. And sometimes if you get more into consistency, it may not feel as good. How does that? <laughs> so accurate. I mean, it's exactly, exactly right on. Yeah. If it's too regimented or patterned or, or rigid or um, required. Yeah. I'm, I'm miserable. I, the flow is very important, like intuitively knowing where to go next and to, to be in that energy. But yeah, it's so, it's so right on. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, and then it just shows you all you need to stay grounded is making sure that you're practicing self-love for yourself in all the areas, making sure that you have a connection to spirit in some way. And those are the two things that will ground you so that you can fully be embodied and be in flow. That's what you're here to be. That's what you're here. That's your purpose. And the thing with human design is as we, as I teach people or I do readings and we talk about the importance of being rather than doing, if all of us would just be and not constantly be doing, then humanity, the earth, our children, everything, the stress would be so much more aligned if we would just practice being rather than the doing all the time. Uh, that's so right on. You know, when you're doing this this work also, you know, get to a certain age of life, you kind of figure yourself out. But, you know, what I tell people about money is the sooner you start, the better. The more you understand it, the more you're in alignment with it, it just makes life easier. I think the same thing with this, that if if everyone did this at a young age and really understood it and really got to know themselves by using tools like this and coaching, like what you're doing to understand this, to really learn how to be themselves as opposed to comparing maybe to others our, you know, our strengths and weaknesses, it would just make life easier. So starting out earlier with this, first you have to you know, figure it out over 20 or 30 years, you know, it could be a great gift. I just think about as a gift to to give my children to help them learn about themselves at a young age and accept themselves and love themselves for their way mm. of being, right? Mm, yeah. And that's actually, uh, that's such a powerful tool. And what you just said is powerful because Ra actually received, when he downloaded this information and brought it out to the world, that is what he said it, it was for, is really for the children. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that point in time, 
I think we were children because it was 1987. So we were children, you know, so it's partially for us. (laughs) But to give our children that is a huge benefit. And I can even, I can, I can say that's hundred percent accurate because I do this with my daughter and I made the most decisions that I would have not made before if I didn't know. Right. I also wanted to touch on the incarnation cross for you. So the incarnation cross is called the vessel of love. I just would like to know how, how does that make you feel? Your incarnation cross. What does that incarnation cross mean? So the incarnation cross is the representation of the ter- the two earth gates, which are the 10, 25, 15, 46. And it is basically what your purpose is. This is what you're here to do. And it's putting the four gates together. It is called an incarnation cross. And yours is called the incarnation cross of vessel of love because it has the four gates of love in the G center. That's what your incarnation cross is made of is entirety is about love love of yourself love of your body love of flow love of uh connection to something greater yeah i mean it's it's what everything's about is love like falling in love with everything and being in love with life and living life full out and exploring and and being curious and trying and failing and succeeding and just loving the process and and yeah like love is my word it's just and it's just falling in love with every aspect of life even the messy parts mm-hmm. and you said that in the previous podcast too and that's why I brought it up because you already embody this even though you may not know a ton of it you know you know like you truly do know right Um, And I just wanted to point that out there. And then the right angle cross I wanted to touch on. There's two other things I would love to touch on just to give you a little insight. So the right angle cross means that you experience life through your own self-reflection. So what that means is you'll have an experience and then you'll go and you'll digest it, make sense of it, learn about it create a belief like, Hey, how does this feel? What, what does this mean about me or for me? And that's how you learn. There's also the left angle cross, which, so just so that, you know, in case maybe your daughter's a left angle cross, you don't know. Um, the left angle cross is all about experiences with others. So they actually learn life through their experiences with others. So it's so important for them to be like, for my daughter to be in school to be around other people. So you learn by learning, having an experience, integrating and digesting it yourself. Left angle crosses learn from relationships and experiences. And then the last part I wanted to ask, because we talked about manifestation. So in your chart, there are two manifestation arrows and both of your arrows here are to the right. In human design, we actually all manifest differently and it's based on these arrows. So your arrows are to the right, which means it's more of passive. It's a passive manifestation. So that what that means is let's say you're envisioning or you're meditating or journaling, it's to the right. So you actually are focusing on the feeling 
which you mentioned when we talked before, the feeling of money, the feeling of what it feels like to have money, to be supported, to travel, to like, what is the feeling that you want to be feeling to have the life that you want, right? So for you, that is very important, the feeling aspect. And then this one on the left-hand side is right, which is also about passively letting it go. So envisioning, feeling, and you mentioned this as well, how you didn't like hold on to things and then you would let it go and then things would just come, right? So for you, that is the perfect way to manifest. Now, if someone does have the left angle or left arrow here, it's actually a lot more detailed. So for example, I have this one right angle. So it's the feeling aspect. And then on the left-hand side, when it's the arrow to the left, I actually, it's important for me to write things down to like um, keep track of my money, keep track of um, where I'm going or when I want to pay off a bill or when I want to pay off my car payment and to keep track of everything rather than passively letting it go. And when I found that out, it was so true. So how does that feel for you as far as the just passively letting it go and trusting that process? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just as far as manifestation, I, I mean, I talk about this all the time, but I, I've manifested the life that I dream of, you know, but over time, it's just been, you know, one manifestation after another, but it felt just like that, that I would dream it and conceive it, but then I wasn't chasing it. It's like, I would just think these things and, and plant them. And then five years later, maybe it'd be like, holy cow, like I set this intention way back when. So passively just let the you know, the universe do its work. And all of a sudden, voila, like out of nowhere, these certain manifestations would come true. So yeah, I, that feels right on that. Just like, just that trust is like, yeah, it's going to happen. Just it's going to be up to, you know, universal timing as to the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'd love to just give you the opportunity to like, look at the charts. And is there anything that you would like to ask? You know, I mean, it's, it looks just like a bunch of numbers and squiggly <laughs> lines and things that one, I just like to say, like to be able to read and interpret this, I think is fascinating. So um, I just love that you're an expert at this and have dedicated, you know, the time and energy to, to really learn this and understand it. What I find fascinating is that I've done so many personality profiles and all the things, you know, um, and this, I can't believe how accurate this is from just all aspects of life. Like it's, it's truly fascinating that it could be this accurate, you know, and um, then I just really appreciate you that, like I said, who can read, interpret this and what a gift to be able to help others learn themselves better. Mm. And like you said, it just make the world a better place. Thank you. Thank you. And well, just like, you, you know, your story with money and learning about money and bring, being able to bring it to other people so that they don't have to struggle. That's what a lot of this is for me, because my story was more about not loving myself at all, not seeing my value. I didn't understand what I was. And then when I found this, it all made sense. And that's exactly what you say. It's like, I feel like I can support people in loving themselves and they don't have to struggle and dislike themselves and question themselves for as long as I did. And that's important, right? Yeah, so we do it for service. (laughs) Thank you for this. What a gift. Like, seriously, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, 
I just want to say thank you again for coming on, being on the show, showing up vulnerable, sharing your story, showing all your insights, coming to this and then asking questions and getting feedback. I'm appreciative of it. I appreciate you, everything that you do. And again, if anyone has anything going on with money, questions about money, want for money, anything, check Christina out. Highly, highly recommend it. Like I said, everything will be in the show notes. And again, Christina, thank you so much. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.